Hey friends, welcome back. Today we are digging into chapter two in our study of Habakkuk and we're answering the question, does God care about justice? This is going to be another conversation between myself and Mary, our community manager. So I hope you have your Bible and you're ready to take some notes because we dig into some really good stuff. And if you're not a believer, if you're like, nah, I'm not into this, just stick around because we actually do talk about some questions that come up in conversations I have with people who don't share in the Christian faith. So I hope you'll stick around and I pray this blesses you. Let's do it. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. So we're back for a highlight of chapter two of the book of Habakkuk or Habakkuk. And before we dig in, I'm going to share our featured review. This is from my friend, Sarah Ann Jimenez, who I love so much. And she says, simply love this woman. Love you too. I have had Erica on my show and she is simply the sweetest. And can I just say, has the most relaxing <laughs> I didn't read this ahead of time. Haha, <laughs> weird to say, but seriously, amazing testimonial and such a great heart. Tune into anything she has to put out in this world because it is going to be gold. Love your multi-passionate mama. That's hilarious. Recently, Sarah actually asked me if I could like get on the Calm app and record a sleep story. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Ever. She's not the first person to say I have a soothing voice, but definitely the first to recommend that I submit to read sleep stories. So thank you for that. And also, we appreciate the review. We really do. These are great. They keep me going. So today we're studying chapter two. I have Mary back on the show. What up, Mary? Hey, hey, guys. So we're going to talk about chapter two and I think there's like a couple of things you really wanted to highlight. So before we really dig into the meat and potatoes, what would you say is the main theme of this particular chapter? The righteous shall live by faith. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's and that's one of the verse. points that you wanted to share. So tell us more. Well, this verse, chapter two, verse four is quoted and explained three times by Paul. And it's, it's the whole theme of the Bible. I mean, what was Abraham's faith credited him, right? His righteousness mm -hmm. was credited him by his faith. Yeah. I don't really know how else to explain because the Bible just says it, says it all. And it's the basic message of the Christian faith. 
Exactly. You know, in chapter one, Habakkuk was questioning God about why evil people are doing evil things. And God is just like watching idly, not doing anything. And so I guess I wonder what your position is on people who question God. Is that a measure of lack of faith or is it something else? I think when we question God, it I think it, it's mostly of the attitude behind our questions. Mm. Habakkuk's questioning God, but he also knows that God is God. He's the just righteous holy one. Mm-hmm. If we are questioning God, because for example, is God real? And we're questioning questioning his existence and then saying, if there's a God, then why do bad things happen? That's that's a lack of faith. But when we are questioning God because of our faith and we're just trying to understand, I think that's different. Yeah. I like that distinction. I think it's it's helpful for people who tend to wonder about circumstances and then start to question, am I really saved? Like what uh-huh. what's my deal? You know, I've seen kind of those um questions of worrying about your own salvation because you have questions for God. And I mean Habakkuk's not the first guy to question God, right? Oh, no. David questioned God all the time. Like, if you read the psalm, it's question after question. Yeah. Job questioned God, and that's like the oldest book in the Bible. So it's not a new thing to Uh question the Lord. But like Mary said, if you're questioning God's existence Mm -hmm. versus seeking to understand his plan, and mm-hmm. purpose. I think those are absolutely two different things. And I thank you for that because that might bring peace to somebody who is in a season of just wanting more answers from, from the Lord. So appreciate yeah. you there. So what are some key takeaways in chapter two? I think the number one is that God cares for justice. Mm. The majority of chapter two is the five woes to the, about the Babylonians. And the reason that God is going to judge the Babylonians, but it's also the reason why God is going to judge Judah. Mm. He just, so, he, yeah, pause real fast. Five woes. What is it? Well, God is saying, woe to dishonest wealth, mm. woe to unjust gain, woe to bloodshed and slavery that builds their cities and their countries, mm. woe to the abuse of power. Woe to idolatry and trusting self. And those are the five. Okay, got it. So these five woes, W-O-E-S, are essentially the five reasons that the Lord is going to judge Babylon and judge Judah. Uh-huh. And honestly, those five woes sound like our country. <laughs> I know. It's actually really scary. Sounds familiar, huh? Um, so if they were judged, we're definitely getting judged up in here in this well, free country the of America. Of is, the judgment of God now is different. Yeah. 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 I tend to like flip, <clears throat> right? Because I have, I have a lot of unbelievers around me, just like in my family, right? Like people who I love so dearly and they hit me with these questions and they're like, well, that if, if this was a conversation with a friend or a sibling who doesn't know the Lord. And they're like, well, that sounds like the United States of America. Are we going to be destroyed by this good God? What would you say? 
I would say not necessarily. Jesus took the wrath of our sin onto himself, of the sin of the world. And if we believe in him, if we believe in his person, his work, and his resurrection, then we won't be destroyed. We will be taken with him when he returns. And at the time of Habakkuk's writing and the judgment of, of Judah and Babylon, this hadn't happened yet. So God mm. judged them in a different way. He poured mm. their wrath on them through somebody else. But he did this, this kind of the same thing through Jesus. He poured his wrath on Jesus so that we don't we don't have to get destroyed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So prior, just to kind of put that into context, cause I wasn't thinking about it from that angle, but now I have just like a framework to think through that. So thank you. If I understand correctly, and just so that our listeners who are maybe like new believers or maybe not believers at all tuning in are clear before Jesus there, like you couldn't put your faith in Jesus and like have salvation secured right? Like if you were not under the protection of, of God, then you were destroyed and destruction meant eternal death, right? Yep. After Jesus, we have been essentially redeemed by a savior who says, put your faith in me, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that I am Lord. And that, you know, that it, leads to a transformation, right? And your eternal salvation is secured, even though you, you know, we're sinners, are sinners, but you're sinners saved by grace. And so we might have terrible track records. And I mean, who doesn't, honestly, mm-hmm. but you know, whatever sin you are guilty of, you are made clean. You are no longer guilty, you are actually counted righteous in Jesus. And so while we might experience stuff here on earth that seems really terrible, it's very similar to kind of what Habakkuk is is complaining to God about. Like, aren't you going to do something about it? And God says, yeah, I am going to do something about it. Why wouldn't I? I'm a just God. Yep. And to us today, he already did do something about it. Yeah. And he made absolutely. a new covenant. New covenant that is forgiveness of sin, not just I don't know how to He's not gonna uh, annihilate us. Yeah, <laughs> He's forgiving and, us. He's joined yeah. us to himself. Yeah. Any other takeaways for chapter two that you might want to share? Chapter two, Habakkuk says that he the very first verse that he's gonna wait. And we talked a lot about that in last week's but then God also says he says wait for the vision if it seems slow wait for it and it will surely come it will not delay that his we have to wait in faith just reiterating that again and again throughout this book and then also in verse four where it says walk by faith so we not only wait in faith we live out faith in our righteousness it's just a, a part of the promise. We are new, new people. We're, we're just walking out, living out our faith. And then just remember that God cares about justice. 
and he already conquered evil and one day there will be no more evil Mm -hmm. yeah that's a beautiful promise i know revelation chapter 21 verse 4 says that there will be a new heaven and a new earth there will no longer be sorrow and suffering and that's a verse that i hold on to just because of all the sickness around us and all the things that we see you know we lose a loved one and we're you know we experience grief and mourning and just sorrow right like we we cry i don't know how many of you cry but mm-hmm. i tend to do that quite a bit <laughs> and so we won't do that in the new heaven and the new earth and that's a really beautiful promise so if you want more of the Habakkuk study, I hope that you will enjoy more details and line by line study and context and background and breakdowns with us inside the community because it is a huge blessing. And Mary is just pouring out her heart and her love for this book into each of the ladies inside the community. So I hope that you'll join us. Head to herrenewstrength.com forward slash community. And join us for this free Bible study. It's not too late, by the way. We are finishing up week two at this point, and we have one more week, but you can still catch all the replays up until this time. And again, Mary, our own community manager, is leading us in Bible study this quarter. So thank you, Mary, for coming on the show today. We love you. We appreciate you. Yeah, thanks. We'll see you guys inside the community. And if we don't, See you on the next one. Bye. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, Head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.